Thank you. Oh, that was loud. Thank you, Aaron. So beautiful. So let's wake up and dream, right? We're talking about the courage to imagine in 2018. And we're talking about waking up and being conscious of what it is that we're dreaming, right? Because so many times I have found myself unconsciously walking through life, right? So let's wake up and dream. I love that, that message in that. Thank you, Erin. So we are talking about imagination here. So first of all, I know we have multi-generational service today. So we've got some kids in the service. And I'm just asking to see if any of the kids would like to come up here with me for just a minute. Just in the beginning here to help me out. So any of the kids want to come and help me? No, they're going to, they're looking like, no, that's okay. I'll, oh, okay, Ariana will. The rest of you, I want you to pay attention. I want you to participate. Oh, yes, is it Weston? Oh, right, Weston, come on up. Good job. You sure you guys don't want to come join? Oh, look, see, they're coming. They're coming. Yeah, yeah, here comes Isla. Super, Okay. So as they're coming up here, I want to ask you guys a question, all of you that are sitting out there. How many of you feel like you have imagination? Raise your hand. Oh, yay. I see most of the hands raising. How about you guys? You guys got imagination? Imagination? Yeah, of course. Kids have imagination. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to engage in our power of imagination for a minute. So are all of you ready? I want all of us to close our eyes. Remember that game where somebody says a word and you think of the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that word? That's what we're going to do, right? So I want everybody to close their eyes, and I'm going to give you the word, and I want you to just think of the first thing that comes. Are you ready? The word is snow. All right, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. All right, everybody's got their word, right? Everybody's got what came to your mind. All right, so what came to your mind? Ice skating. Snowman. Winter, Santa, of course. Did you get something? Snow. What do you What do you think about? Snow. Yeah. Didn't you hear the fun ice skating and snowman and winter? Did any of you think snow day? Did you think that? Yeah, Weston did. See, of course, of course. Okay, you guys can go sit down. Thank you so much. You guys all have good imagination. Now, what did you guys all think? So we heard what the kids thought. What did you think? Snowman, frozen, beauty, skiing, summer heat. Margaret, what did you think? Sled riding, Virginia. Snow day, Virginia's a teacher. Anybody else? Quiet. Winter. What was it, Joe? Rain. Rain, because we do get rain sometimes. Yeah, yeah. The cold, right? Anybody think, ugh, ugh. I don't want to think snow. I want to think spring, right? We have the power to engage in our imagination every moment of every day because we all have that power of imagination within us. I saw most hands raising, so that's awesome. You all know you have the power of imagination in you. But I hear people talking about how I need more imagination, or I lost my imagination, or I used to have imagination when I was a child, but I don't have that imagination anymore. And what we know here in Unity, that imagination is one of our 12 powers, 
and you have all the imagination you could ever need, want, or desire. Do you know that? Yay. Now, we can use that a power of imagination to build up constructively into the place of possibility, or we can use that power of imagination to take us to the place of problem and challenge and all of that, right? So, so the kids were great, and most of you were great. The power of possibility, the snow, the fun, the skating, the sledding, all of that. And some of you might have gone to that yuck. I got a shovel, and I got to clean my car, and it's cold when I get in my car, and all of that. We have the power in our imagination to go in either direction, don't we? So there is a um, an idea that most of science sees as a problem. And that idea has to be factored in when a scientific study is done with medication, right? So, so they're studying a certain medication, and anybody know what the problem is that they have to account for? The placebo effect, right? The placebo effect. Now, this just kind of blows my mind because I don't understand why it's a problem, right? The placebo effect, remember is that in a scientific study, and when they're studying a medication, they have both sugar pills and the real medication, and you don't know which one you're going to get, right? And they give you one, and you get the sugar pill, and you start getting better. You start responding as though you had received the actual medication. Now, science has said this is a problem. We have to account for this. And in my mind, I think, why do we see this as a problem? That's what we ought to be studying, that we, in our mind, have the power to heal our bodies. We need to study this and find out more about this, not think this is a problem that we have to account for. Now, more recently, another effect that they talk about is called the nocebo effect. Anybody ever hear of that? So we've got the placebo effect, but we also have the nocebo effect. So what that means is that the negative things that we're expecting can also happen. So again, going back to the medication, we all know medication has side effects. Like sometimes the side effects sound way worse than whatever the problem is we're trying to address, right? So we've got our side effects. So again, people are given both the sugar pill and the real medication, and they're told about the side effects. And people who only receive that sugar pill begin experiencing the negative side effects. Because in their mind, they're holding the idea that that's what's going to happen to them. And so in life, the ideas that we hold in mind can create a placebo effect, which is all about healing and healthy and joyful and wonderful, or it could be the nocebo effect, filled with the problems that might arise. We get to choose, right? So we are, in 2018, having the courage to imagine the possibility. Let's engage our power of our mind. Let's not worry about, is this the placebo effect? No, let's engage the power of our mind and have it come about, right? So you all have noticed that we've been building this stage full of boxes, right? And, it, and really, today, it's not too bad. It's looking pretty organized. 
Um, last week, it was looking less so. It was looking pretty chaotic, right, to the point where, where Carrie was behind the streaming camera last week, and she said, Joanne, you have to tell people what those boxes are about, or they're going to think we're meeting in a warehouse, and not only a warehouse, but a disorganized warehouse, right? So we had this kind of chaos of boxes up here. So how many of you are aware that in creativity and imagination, there's a little bit of chaos involved? Did you ever notice that? Yeah, I have a quote that I found just this morning. I absolutely loved it. And this comes from a psychologist by the name of Robert Bilder. And he says, creativity is at the edge of chaos. Creativity is at the edge of chaos. Imagine the edge of chaos that's standing in between the disorder and the order. Right? Do we have the ability personally to stand in the uncomfortableness of the chaos so that we can let some new possibility emerge in, through, and as us? We're all aware of the problems that are in this world, problems that as a, as a whole world we are dealing with, problems from, you know, climate change and world hunger and all of these issues, the, the global population that continues to grow and expand to the point where we're not even sure that the planet can survive with that many people on it, right? And we could get caught up in that, that fear and that worry and that doubt, but I have read people who have reassured us, and I, I wish I could remember some of their names and I can't, but that's okay. The idea is that we as people, intelligent people, people filled with the power of imagination, when we put that power of imagination to work, when we stand at the edge of the chaos, seeing what could happen, that what will arise within us, are the solutions to those problems. Because we have the power of imagination with us. And with God, all things are possible. So as long as we continue to give ourselves over to the idea that all things are possible, stand at the edge of the chaos, not trying to escape it, not trying to avoid it, but allow that chaos to be what pushes the ideas forth, we will find our way. Each of us, individually, in our own lives, when there is something chaotic going on, what is your answer to the chaos? We can shut down. We can, I, I, I've had times like this where the chaos is happening and I just want to go in bed and pull the covers over my head. Anybody ever feel that way? Right? We could, you know, spew forth our frustration and our anger. It could be tears. It could be whatever the relief is for you. What is your relief? when that pressure of that chaos comes about. But we can also be willing to stand in the discomfort of the chaos and allow the chaos itself to move through us out into our divine mind of God and receive a perfect divine idea to bring forth into this moment to express if we're willing to stand in the chaos at the end that chaos? Are you willing to do that? Creativity and imagination is a messy business. Right? Think about when you were a child. Think about a child that's in your life. Right? Think about how messy is part of the fun. Think finger painting. 
our our granddaughter Zoe, who's just two, has recently discovered the fun it is to color with a marker. Now Gary, in his wisdom, went out and bought a pack of non-toxic washable markers. <laughs> but now she gets those in the morning. She could sit for an hour just kind of coloring off the page and then on the page and then on her fingernails and then on her toenails and then on her belly. <laughs> you know, She goes home all different colors every day. It's messy. It's fun. It's creative. It's imagination. It works. What we want to do as a culture is to, like, stifle that imagination. We want to say, no color in the lines, right? No, a tree looks like this. There's the little story about the girl who they're all coloring, and and the teacher comes along, and she says, what are you coloring? And she says, well, I'm drawing a picture of God. And she says, well, the teacher says, well, nobody knows what God looks like. And the little girl says, well, they will when I'm done. Right? It's that courage to imagine outside of the box. And what science has has seen with that messiness of kids and creativity is that when kids are allowed that messy creativity, they are willing to take risks and they are not afraid to fail. And if we, as a culture, as a society, are willing to stand on that edge of chaos, coming up with divine ideas for the problems that we face, we have to be willing to take a risk and we have to be willing to fail if failing is what we're going to do. It is only in that way that new divine ideas can unfold through us and as us. And so we are willing to embrace the mess, embrace the chaos, knowing that we have the power within us from that chaos and from that mess to create something new. And we have opportunity after opportunity to ask ourselves, where am I creating from? From that place of the placebo or from the place of the nocebo? Right? From the place of possibility or from the place of problem? It is our choice. So I have found in my own life that I shut down my creativity when I get into either or thinking. Either it's got to be this way or it's got to be that way. Where? It's the possibility in that either-or thinking. So you know we have this daily prayer call, that prayer that we read today. That was a huge one, right? With lots of words, I heard people go, wow, that was a lot of words. There are a lot of really powerful words about what we want to hold, what we want to envision together, right? And we have this prayer call at 8 a.m., Monday through Friday. Everyone's invited to join us. The call-in information is there for you. And probably about a month or six weeks ago, I started inviting anybody who was on that call to speak aloud with me the words of the prayer. Now, anybody who's ever been on a conference call, you know that when everybody's speaking at once, there's a lot of chaos in that moment, right? There's echoes happening and everything else. And so that can be challenging. It it can be challenging for people to hear those echoes. I just want to hear the prayer. And so that was brought to my attention this week. And I got into either or thinking, okay, either we read it aloud together or we don't. Where's the possibility in that? Where's the room for creativity in that and imagination in that? And so as I was preparing for today, I, I caught that I was caught up in either or thinking. Either we read it together or we don't. And instead, I want to imagine 
what is, what is possible for us. So if you join our phone call over the next week or two weeks or a year, what you'll find is, you know, some morning we're going to read it all together. And it's going to be chaotic and it's going to be messy like that. And some mornings I'll read it. And some mornings I might ask somebody on the call to read it. But there are all kinds of possibilities for this prayer. Here was just one simple example of where I got into either or thinking. We have our beautiful children up here. Did you notice? Kathy had this great idea. We had this all ready for the dance party on Friday. How many of you came to the dance party? Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And Kathy, this was all set up, and Kathy said to me on Thursday, Joanne, what if we leave this set up for the kids so at the, at the annual meeting, parents could stay and their kids would have a place to play? And you know where I went to? I went to the problem immediately. I went to the problem. I thought, no, that's going to be distracting the kids playing off to the side. We can't do that. And I'm talking about the courage to imagine. And so I walked in Friday night to that dance party, and I saw what they had set up. And any idea that I had of problems just exploded out of my mind, and I was just centered in the possibility. Let's do this. And then God bless my dear husband who is standing right there because he wants to bring it a step further. He said, well, what about Sunday service? And I said, yeah, let's do it. You know, so we have the kids up here in Sunday service. Some of you might find it distracting or messy or chaotic. Guess what? That's a part of imagination. Hmm. So we have to practice. I have to practice. I can get into this either-or thinking all the time. I can get so caught up in the problem that I forget the possibility. So I want all of us to have the courage to imagine this week from that place of possibility. So we're going to practice. Throughout our day, we're going to pause and become aware of the thoughts we are holding. What thoughts am I holding in this moment? What is the general predominance of my thought? Is it caught up in all of the problems and all of the reasons why this won't work? Or is it caught up in possibility, remembering with God all things are possible, and I am open and receptive to any divine idea that wants to come forth in this moment? Which way am I going to? Placebo, nocebo, your choice. I become aware. And if I am engaging the power of imagination, is it in creative ways or destructive ways? And then I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose to use the power of my imagination to change my thoughts into ones that inspire, uplift, and are centered in possibility. And I'm going to pause throughout my day, not just one time a day, because I don't know about you, but my thoughts go up and down all throughout the day. So throughout the day, I'm going to pause and I'm going to look at it again. I'm going to take that breath. Where am I? Am I imagining from a place of possibility or problem? And I'm going to choose again and again and again. Now, we can't stop in imagination. That's why we've got one more week left. The power, the courage to take action. So I hope you'll come back next week and hear that one. But this week, we're going to imagine possibility. We're going to have that courage. This is a journey in the alive. Together, I know, we can create a world that works for all beings. It takes all of us deciding, yes. Thank you. God bless.